Welcome to the Learning and Development Podcast. I'm David James from Loop, and each episode I chat with guests about what lights them up in the world of people development. In this episode, I'm speaking with Mahal Oshman, Head of Culture, DNI, and Employer Branding at TikTok. But before we get into it, if you're enjoying this podcast, please do give us a five-star rating on your podcast app of choice to help others to find us. And thank you if you've done so already. Now, let's get into it. Michal, welcome to the Learning and Development Podcast. So good to be here today, David. Um, now, culture often falls under L&D, but can also be rather nebulous as a term. Uh, but your role at TikTok is dedicated to culture. So perhaps we should start off by being clear about what we're talking about. Absolutely. And, you know, one, one of the reasons that I joined um, TikTok was actually how we approach uh, culture, which is very much how would you pro approach uh, a product? And it's at the core of the company. And one of the beautiful things about the team that I get a chance to work with, we are called the Organizational Culture Employer Branding Team, and we also cover diversity and inclusion. Mm -hmm. So under culture really um, uh, sits uh, um, culture, values, behaviors, um, employer branding, as well as diversity and inclusion. We also look at company meaningful moments, those big moments that we have as a company. Mm. So really, it's a, it's a mix of all the elements that help us make people feel that they're engaging with the company, that they're connected to the company, that they're part of something um, meaningful. And um, yeah, that's, that's how we, uh, we structured the culture team at TikTok. Mm. I've worked places where the, the, the culture is particularly strong, um, but um, whether it is um, consciously sculpted or there is a true appreciation of, of where it emanates from would be up for debate. It sounds as if as if TikTok is incredibly intentional about um, what the culture is and where where it emanates from. Is that is that the case? Yes. And it's credit to the founders and to, mm. and to your entire leadership. Um, and, you know, you and I uh, um, have known each other, I don't know, I want to say 10, 15 years. I don't remember that moment <laughs> when I approached you. You know, I, I'm so grateful when uh, I had a moment in my own career when I wasn't mm. sure how I wanted to progress. And I didn't know you, but I met you and you were just so, um, speaking of culture, so warm and, and, and you know, and caring and thoughtful and, and just helped me. Mm. Um, and, you know, and that's, and that's what people remember, right? Like if you yeah. think, if, when I'm thinking about you, of course, I know about all the uh, exceptional work that you've been doing, but I also very much remember how you made me feel. Mm. Um, and I think going back to, to TikTok and other great companies that I worked for, it's about how um, the company, uh, the, co the culture that the company has and how they make people feel and, and the amount of care and dedication and commitment and energy injected into thinking about culture, evolving culture and scaling it. And, and yes, when it comes to TikTok, our, our co-founders and our leadership, they really look at culture as, as a product. They give it the same amount of attention, right? It's not like the last thing that you would talk about in a leadership offsite to, to speak kind of, you know, L&D talk, because obviously, you know, I'm, my background is in learning and development. It's probably one of the first things to talk about hmm. in a leadership offsite. Um, and, and that makes a huge difference. Yeah, you've mentioned product there a couple of times, and I think that, uh, that personally, and we've spoken uh, to different guests on uh, the podcast about it, I think that learning and development initiatives should be run as products because uh, with a product management mindset, you take 
greater accountability to both understand the, the problem and then work through it with the people expected to perform in order to ensure that, that the way the work is done changes and the results improve. So you, you take it through much more than say the delivery and the provision of which traditional learning and development kind of ends at. But what do you mean by, by product in, uh, in, uh, in that sense in TikTok? Even to follow to follow what you just said, which I totally um, which I totally agree with, is that you know sometimes with L and D, and I don't want to make uh, assumptions, and you know this is really generalizing, but often in L and D, you know we have a way to evolve as how we measure, which I know by the way you're very good at, but often we like we have these amazing ideas and initiatives, and we link them to the company um, engagement survey, but when it comes to measurement, often we you know how how do you measure culture? Mm. Um, so going back to this uh, uh, comparison to product, the same way that you measure the effectiveness of the product, right? The, the level of engagement, how people use the, uh, the product, what do they get out of it, the sentiment, mm. the, um, the whole experience, the same goes to culture. And similar to product, sometimes, you know, you're, you're, you know, there are bugs or you have to, you have to re repair it. You have to, um, uh, you know, make some changes. Similar with culture, it's 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 not static. It's it's yeah. ever evolving, uh, but it needs that care and commitment um, uh, and measurement as, as a product would need. And also, there's something about um, culture being, uh, let's say, if we use here the comparison to product, but really to be at the core um, of the company mm. rather than like that thing that you hear about when you onboard or that thing when you have once a year event. Right. You meet the product as an employee all the time. Right. Mm. The same with culture. You need to engage with it all the time. Now, it doesn't mean that it needs to be kind of, you know, pushed to, you know, too much to the forefront. It just needs to be um, getting the attention uh, to be measured and to be really thoughtful about how it evolves. Mm. And um, as you know, before I worked for TikTok, I worked for, for Facebook and that's another company that also looked at culture, gave, gave it the same level of, of you know, of, 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 um, of attention. Uh, but the reason I, I joined TikTok is it's because of the unique essence of the actual culture. I fell in love with the beautiful elements of our culture. Uh, and one of them is, is humility, uh, which was a quite new <laughs> to me uh, as, as such a strong part of, of a company culture. It sounds, it sounds as if um, by, by considering a product as well, it does address the nebulous um, uh, perception that, uh, that, that I mentioned in the, uh, in the, in the previous question. Um, moving on, um, uh, Michal, um, Peter Drucker famously said, uh, and I'll be careful not to chew up his quote because I'm sure he's been through, <laughs> through some iterations, culture eats strategy for breakfast, which suggests how people work together is more important than what they're aiming to do. Do you think that we, and uh, and of course, clearly not TikTok or Facebook, but but we perhaps as a as a profession within within HR uh, and uh, and leadership in organisations, do you think we still underestimate the value of culture? I love that quote of uh, "culture eats strategy for breakfast uh, and for breakfast, lunch, dinner, drinks." <laughs> you know, kind of going the whole way. And um, by the way, one of my teammates. Uh, she had a birthday this week and we had a team offsite and we made a cake. Uh, and on the cake, we put it like with the icing was a picture of our um, team strategy uh, mm. and, and we ate the cake, uh, <laughs> you know, because you also have to have a bit of fun with these things. Uh, and we were just like, you know, uh, practicing what we believe in. 
Um, I do believe that culture eats strategy for breakfast. And, and in many ways, and, you know, I'm not going to make this about, you know, another kind of referring to COVID, but I think today, maybe more than ever, maybe not, but uh, uh, I, I would say for the company that I work for that really grew so quickly uh, during these couple of last, last couple of years, um, when people actually joined the company, you know, remotely, when many of us haven't seen each other even yet. I, I yesterday mm. met some of my colleagues for the first time. Um, so, you know, eventually what people really want to, uh, yes, they want to do a great job. Yes, they want to progress their career, but they also want to feel that they are part of something, that they mm. belong, that they're respected, that they are trusting their colleagues and they're they're being trusted. And that is culture. Yeah. So I think in, in this new world that we're operating in, um, I, th I think that, you know, strategy matters, the direction of travel matters, of course, clarity on vision, which is also part of culture, but the how, the how that complements the, the what is, is, is truly critical. Mm. And, I, I, and I make a point of working for companies that really put the spotlight and the care on the how. Yeah. Um, and that's how people get measured of how the work that they do. Yes, it's important, like what you do, but like, how, how did you do it? Yeah. Did you take people with you? Did you help other people grow? Or were you kind of, you know, very much egocentric and it was only about your KPIs? And, and in that case, you know, so yes, I think culture eats strategy for breakfast. Um, when it comes to learning and development, you know, experts and functions, I think we often have to be the bridge. Mm. The bridge between understanding strategy and understanding the business and really understanding the needles that we're trying to move as a, as a business, because that is critical. And then think about how does our culture help move those needles? Mm. Um, so, you know, one of the reasons I love learning and development is, is that role of, 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 of the bridge is that role yeah. of translating business to behaviors, behaviors to, to, to you know, to, to increasing business results. Um, I think that's one of the beautiful challenges, but also opportunities within our profession. Mm, yeah, I completely agree. Um, uh, next question, uh, Hal. Um, cultures aren't static, and I've worked in organizations who are changing, but who want to protect their culture as they grow, and others who desperately want to change their culture. What do you think we can realistically achieve within any given organization? So are you asking realistically achieve in the sense of 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 of, of of cultures evolving and changing? Yeah, that's right. So, so some organizations that have evolved from a startup uh, and like the, um, the startup mentality in which they feel that, um, that things uh, can be changed, that they can remain agile and uh, move swiftly to, um, to consumer trends whilst also uh, being a, an employer of choice whilst they actually become larger and perhaps a behemoth and then there might be some organizations that realize that they are behind the times that they um they um make decisions by consensus that their their um their entrenched beliefs that this is the way that things are done here is inevitable and yet they then believe that they need to change now on both both sides you you know you've got an intent to either retain or to change. When we as learning and development or, or the culture team uh, are charged then with, with maintaining or changing a culture, to what, what, what can we realistically expect? 
I love that. And I love listening to you, David. <laughs> I know, I know it's my, I, today I'm wearing the, you know, the, in, in the in conversation hat, I'm, I'm being asked the questions. I just love, you know, you have so much experience in this, in this area specifically, but I would say that uh, from my point of view and, and, you know, David, you and I spoke about this for me, culture is everything, mm. right. Is the glue. It's what connects us. It makes us feel part of something that is, you know, more than us. Culture, culture doesn't live within one individual, right? It, 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 culture is connected to community, to others, to together. Um, and by the way, when I think about culture personally, and this is where I want to share a little bit about my own, I guess, philosophy or how I look at things, culture, in my point of view, also lives within a family. Mm. And within a community, and those are like the rules of the, you know, the the ways of working, the ways of being as a culture, as as a as a company, as a as a family, as a community. And you know, I I, I have a, a a family that I deeply care about, and uh, hopefully I'm a culture carrier for my company as well. I have four children, and mm-hmm. we, my husband and I, we try to create a family culture, mm. a family culture which is about our family values and how we would like to be with each other and treat each other. Um, and that's evolving as well. Mm. So, you know, we had one child, two, th- like as the family grows, not just in, you know, amount of people, but like in, in the family dynamics, then the culture of our family evolves and certain behaviors are introduced and certain feedback is given to the parents mm. uh, about, you know, the co-founders of the family um, and one of the jobs that my husband and I have is to listen to that and to think about like what, how do we want our, uh, how, how, how do we want our family to evolve? And I'm sure that if we look ten years back, we had a different dynamic, we had different behaviors, and we built on those to be where we are today. And hopefully, mm. I'll be saying the same in ten years. I think it's the same with a company. You create, you found, you start a company, a startup when you have a great idea. When you're passionate about solving things, when you're when you're hacking, when you're trying, when you have that sparkle in your eye, right? And then and then the product grows or the service grows and the team grow, right? And whatever was, you know, the culture when you were three, four people, that will evolve when you're 30, 40, 50 uh, people and I know a thousand. And I've worked in companies where for all the good, you know, intention, the founders were really trying to stick to that dynamic that they had in that one room of sitting together but when you're fifty thousand, it's you do need to evolve right you have to change and i think one of the roles that we have as learning and development is really be very respectful to what was the initial idea or what was the what was the original culture and why did it matter to the people that developed it and then how can we work either together with them or with leadership or with the whole company to see Let's keep the great stuff that is in the core of our culture. But what else? What else do we need to include more people? Mm. What else do we need to make this a company that welcomes difference and change? And, you know, and these are journeys that many, many, many companies have been on in the last couple of years. Mm. Um, And that has to do with processes and, and systems. But that also has to do with management and how people are managing themselves, but also their teams. Um, and that's one of the beautiful things about our, you know, working in the culture team or L&D. You can't say, oh, this is, you know, we're, we only do this. We only do management. It all connects together. It's about the values mm. and the idea 
and the products or services and how how managers manage and how leaders lead and the leadership stories so there's you know there's so much but it it does i really believe it needs to evolve mm. with care yeah. and with uh, a lot of you know thought going into it and respect um but i do i do believe in in cultures evolving and by the way when we hire people we you know we we don't look at that kind of culture fit uh uh phrase that i think was quite popular uh, a while ago uh it, we're looking for that culture change actually element mm. right for our candidates welcome you know once you're welcome to our company actually what do, what do you want to evolve here right well, yeah. how 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 are you going to add to to the culture and uh, that's a very different mindset mm. what i what i like about um the um the focus on your role as uh, as as a head of culture and uh, and and the other areas that, uh, that you're responsible for it's an acknowledgement that that you don't actually ever get there that that because it does actually evolve you've just got people who are custodians or or guardians of uh, of of the, the 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 current state of affairs, so that uh, so that you can, uh, I suppose, um, uh, enhance and amplify what's working really well and help to to change and adjust where it's not. Uh, and I would like to absolutely. To... If people could see me now, I'm like nodding, nodding, <laughs> <laughs> frantically nodding. Yes, everything, everything. You... And and by the way, we don't aspire to be established, mm. right? It's actually that uh, energy of never established, always yeah. evolving, not there yet. Yeah. Um, I mean, one of the things I say often to our team is uh, we're not there yet. Yeah. We're not there yet. We're growing. We're trying. We're testing. We're evolving um, with, the, with the glue of a positive, supportive culture, but we're not there yet. Yeah. I love the, uh, the the symbols of uh, of culture. I remember going to Facebook uh, and, uh, and and getting uh, getting a tour with uh, with Jeff Jeff Turner when I was there, and he and he uh, and he pointed up at the ceiling and he said, "The reason we got exposed pipes, it's it's a symbol of it's never finished." I don't know, did I did I get that? Right? I remember that. I Jeff Turner, my amazing manager. Yeah, uh, when I was at Facebook, I remember he would say in an interview question, if someone mm. asked. Why didn't you finish the work on the on the ceiling? Why can I see the all the pipes? It's like, okay, that person maybe you know doesn't get it yet. <laughs> but absolutely, exposing mm. the fact that and being proud of the fact mm. of the fact that it's you know we haven't finished and 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 you know and 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 we're on a journey. Um, but you know, David, one of the really important things is to do it for real. Yeah. Is not just keep it on the ceiling or on a poster. And I'm yeah. sure anyone from learning and development knows how it feels when you work for a company that has beautiful posters and beautiful messages, but the experience in the boardroom or the experience in a one-on-one, one-to-one is very different. I think one of the roles of a culture uh, within our culture team or anyone that works in the areas that we just met and discussed, how do you make sure, how do you, Maybe you can't make sure, but how do you play your role in making sure that whatever it says on the poster is what mm. people really experience? Yeah. And that's that's a lot of work. Yeah, yeah, I can imagine, which leads us nicely on to my next question, because uh, I'm sure the listener, as, as well as I would, would love to understand more about your role. So could you let us in on on your remit as, as head of culture and what you're expected to achieve at TikTok? Yeah, so my remit at TikTok is across EMEA, so Europe, Middle East, um, and Africa, and uh, uh, we have uh, 
you know, we, we have markets uh, uh, across that region. Um, you know, we're visit I'm visiting less of those markets at the moment, but as things open up, we're going to get a chance to meet more of the teams across the whole region. When it comes to what falls under culture, uh, organizational culture at TikTok, those are areas of, of culture. So like capital C culture, mm. behaviors, values, uh, um, how, how to bring them to life, how to help people engage with them and understand them and, and, and almost like execute uh, uh, through them to manage through culture. Uh, it also includes diversity and inclusion. So mm. we have an incredible uh, team of, of, of DNI experts that look at a what is TikTok's overall DNI strategy, and then how do we bring it to life in the different regions? And we're very um, much celebrating uh, regional identity and regional strategy around DNI. So there's definitely not a one size fits all mm. um, when it comes to DNI or any of our culture uh, strategy. And then when it comes to employer branding, also to think about how do people experience us as a brand mm. um, internally and externally. So those almost like three sub teams, um, as well as our um, uh, moments team, which is all about celebrating big moments around the region uh, and in the company, we all work together. Mm. So we all we're we hopefully we complement each other. We challenge each other. Um, we think about the employee. We think about the employee as a creator, similar mm. to how we would think about a user of, a, of, a, of TikTok, right? So yeah. one of the things that I'm super, super passionate about is, you know, I love the idea of our product being this space for people to create, mm. to build content, to share their narrative respectfully. Uh, before I joined TikTok, I... Uh, I wasn't on TikTok that much, right? It yeah. was more my, my teenage daughter. And at some point when I realized I'm actually kind of using her TikTok and, <laughs> and try, I was like, maybe I should get on it myself. And then I got it in, on, on it myself and I started actually creating TikToks myself. And to be honest, I wasn't doing that with other platforms, but for some reason, I don't know, I just kind of let it go. Yeah. And I, I gave all those creativity uh, juices kind of an opportunity to, to create something and put it on TikTok. We want our employees to have the same experience. Mm. We want our company to be a welcoming, safe, creative place for people to share their narrative, right? The same way that the product was created to bring joy and meaning, TikTok as a company wants to create joy and meaning. Um, so, you know, that's a big, that's very ambitious, yeah. uh, you, you know, vision that we have in, in the organizational culture team in, in TikTok, but that's, that's what we're trying to do. Wonderful. And, uh, um, and again, if we can go a, a little bit more granular on that, uh, Michal. Um, so in your work, what is it that you actually do in terms of practices and approaches to maintain or affect the culture at TikTok? So one of the things that we do is, let's say, connected to our values. Uh, so we have a set of values that are global values. And one of the things that my team do together with leadership and our HRVP colleagues is, how do we bring these values to life? Uh, within, uh, and that would be similar to many other companies, right? Mm. So how do we bring the company values to life? And by the way, some of our core values are around humility. Mm. How do you bring them to life in the context of this company growing so fast in, in, in a couple of years, uh, being very much, you know, responsible, accountable to employee well-being, you know, mental health, joy, growth. So how do you take the values plus our company mission Plus the fact that we're still not seeing each other and many of us haven't seen each other. How do we reach 
every single employee to give them that sense of belonging, identity, clarity on, you know, on, 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 on their uh, role, which is something that we do together with the talent development team. Uh, how do we do that through managers? So we work with leaders and we work with managers and we help them lead through culture, right? And many of our people, you know, joined recently, right? Mm -hmm. and, and, and they're coming in and, and they have such, you know, great opportunities to do in their, in, in, in their actual roles, but how do they execute through culture? Mm -hmm. um, is something that we, we care deeply about. Of course, we work with our organizational development team and we look at the data that we have. We have uh, uh, internal uh, surveys, as you can uh, you know, imagine. And those surveys, we ask people, how does it feel like you know, to work for our company? What do you love? What would you change? How would you like to see it evolving? So that for us as a culture team, we work so close to organizational development and talent development so we, 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 we work quite effectively cross-functionally um, uh, cross to think about what are people saying? How are they experiencing this as a workplace and how can we improve it and how can we make this, you know, a best place to work, really? Mm. Yeah, wonderful. Um, and you mentioned it uh, a couple of times already, uh, Michal. Um, how do you think remote working has affected culture in the last 18 months or so? Oh, I have so I have so much you know to say about this, and it, it goes between sharing my thoughts on this as a personally, like as an n you know n, n of one, uh, um, which is my own experience, um, and also obviously wearing my hat, uh, uh, you know, as as a person you know, working with within within corporate. Um, when 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 COVID started, I was uh, still working for another company. I was working for Facebook, and that was a that was a different experience because yes, we had to move really fast into remote working, but we knew each other yeah. and we, and personally I was there for six years. So it's almost like, I know you, I trust you. I traveled with you. I facilitated with you. I had lunch with you. I had drinks with you. I'm just doing what I was doing with you in a different way. Yeah. Uh, of course there were challenges like getting the content of our, uh, you know, classroom programs to uh, uh you know online but that, that was like a couple of months and um and i think that gap was closed i think when i joined tiktok i guess in the middle of covid um that's that's you know never met my manager never met my i hired i hired my team right without without being with them in the same room and not you know and 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 also i got to know my team and we got to know people remotely and it's been an incredible journey. And this, I don't know, maybe because it's, it was a very special experience within TikTok when there was a shared of, we, we're, we're growing this thing together. So most of us didn't know each other in person. Like mm. Most of us joined remotely. So we had this almost like this commitment to make it grow. Um, and as a culture team, what it meant was that we actually had to really, really, really move fast on this experience that we wanted people to have on culture. So mm. building trust. How do you build trust between people that, you know, they're, they're not in the same room? How do you give feedback to each other when you never met the person? You don't know how to read their body language. Yeah. Right. So, you know, even I'm looking at you now, like, I know I saw you last time, maybe 10 years ago, <laughs> but like, I'm trying to read your body language, like where you are, how and what I'm saying, how is it affecting you? Is it interesting? Mm. Is it relevant? So trying to build that trust, that sense of togetherness in a company that really boosted during COVID, I mean, that's like a, 
that's worth a book writing, yes. Gordon, <laughs> right? Or at least a proper article. Um, so how have we seen, I think what we learned is that um, we're all in this together and to create a culture of where we're in this together. Mm. Uh, I think personally, I feel like as a, as a mother, I feel like I'm actually more myself now at work than I've ever been before. I've always been very proud of being a mother and never had to kind of make excuses if I had to go somewhere or do something. But now, you know, I will more take calls, um, you know, when I'm doing something with my children uh, at the same time, or if I have one of my children is now this week in isolation. And I just had a drama this morning because I didn't prepare the ingredients to making bread in one of his sessions. And I was on a leadership call and he came upset to the call with like, a lot of flour. Um, and like, so maybe like two years ago, I would never have been in this situation or maybe two years ago, a year ago, I would completely like take camera off, but it's okay that my colleagues know that I'm also a mother and I have one of my children, which I failed to prep the ingredients for, you know, bread making. I have to deal with mm. it now. I choose to deal with it now. And it was fine. Yeah. So I think, you know, David, I share this with you. I believe that people, when they join organizations, they don't need to put on fake masks or personas mm. or try to be someone uh, at work and then there's someone else at, at, at home. They should be the, really the same person, of course, with the sensitivities of, you know, where you are. Um, and I think this experience that we had allowed people potentially when it comes to really great workplaces to be a little bit more of themselves, mm. uh, potentially. I know that for some other people, it may have had a different effect because you know, for some people actually being more of themselves at work is not where they want to go. Mm. Um, so I think, you know, you can look at it from different angles. But as I said, from an N of one, I felt that this new structure uh, uh, as a parent allowed me to be a bit more of myself at work. Mm. And with, uh, with an organization that puts so much emphasis on culture and a, and a very basic definition of culture um, um, that 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 I've used is uh, how we do things around here. Now, TikTok is is clearly a, a growing company uh, due to its its popularity. So you're going to have brought people on. Um, have you found that there have been um, challenges uh, that have needed to to oh, you've had to overcome because people aren't sitting in rooms to to understand tacit the the, the tacit nuance of of yes. of behaviour. Uh, of uh, of decision making, of gaining consensus for ideas, um, uh, you know, you could see an upside there because we, you know, it means that it can't be tacit anymore. It needs to be explicit. And I wonder whether that that you've seen that there've been advancements in in making those explicit, and uh, whether that's actually helped uh, people to to read the culture um, more more easily. Yeah, it's a very good question. Something I've been reflecting on, to be honest. Um, so one of the things that are gold, um, I think they're always gold in company life and learning and development work, uh, but maybe again today more than ever is, is having context. It's having that context about you know, what's going on and what is my role here and what am I expected to do and, and why are we doing this? Hmm. And I think that often when we were together in the same place, that context is, was almost in the air. You would sense it, you would see it, even if you would see you know, some people gathering together, or even if you weren't in a certain, let's say, event or session, but you would see it going on, you would build that context, you would connect those dots in your mind, mm -hmm. and you would have like a, a maybe a, a more clear picture. 
I think one of the roles that we have now in learning and development, and definitely I see in the culture team and TikTok, is connecting dots. Mm-hmm. I often say to my team, I should have on my title dots connector <laughs> because because it's like you know we're connecting the ideas, the philosophies, the behaviors, the strategy, the collaborations. We're connecting them together to actually help people navigate. Mm. Um, and I think one of the challenges that we do see now is people are like wondering how should I navigate? By the way, how should I navigate myself also my own? career when I actually don't have visibility to many things going on in the organization because if I'm not called into a Zoom call or you know a LARC, which is our internal system, like I often don't know what marketing are doing. I often so that's why internal communication also play a huge role and the organizational culture team and TikTok work very, very close to comms mm. um, to the communication global team in TikTok because again we we need to know we have to have the finger on the pulse. What's happening on in the companies? You know, what, what, what's, what's going on in the company? What do people need now from, from a culture point of view? And by the way, recognition mm. is something that uh, really matters to us as, as part of the areas that we look at at culture. And, you know, we're, we're, you and I are having this conversation towards the end of 2021, and it's been a long year. <laughs> <laughs> it's been a long year. So we need to take a minute to... To reflect, mm. to celebrate, to you know, to say thank you, you know, to each other, to to recognize, to to really take a minute. Mm. And I don't need to tell you, in a fast-moving, growing company, you know, like TikTok, we often don't take a minute because we're always thinking, you know, with a lot of excitement about the next thing. So the culture team needs to be very close to the context and what's happening now in the company. Yeah. We reached, you know, 1 billion monthly users, amazing, act, you know, great. Let's take a minute, to celebrate that. Let's take a yeah. minute to say, oh, I, I was part of this. Let, let, let's recognize each other. So that's where my, my team would come in with, with recognition. But I'm sure that people will need something else in January. Mm-hmm. Maybe, maybe in January, they will need a reminder, a refresher, a re-engaging kind of experience around our values. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and again, speaking of culture, January for many of us is the beginning of the year, but for other regions, it's not. Mm-hmm. So how do you make sure that, you know, where are the companies spread? How do you make sure that you're working with the local culture, that you're working with the local teams on ma- uh, moments that matter to them mm-hmm. regionally? So as you said, it's, it's, it's a never-ending uh, work when you're on culture. Oh, yeah. Thank you. Um now, Michal, you've, you've already mentioned you've worked at Facebook and, uh, and now TikTok, and I've worked at Disney with all three companies, I think place a great deal of emphasis on culture and it, and it very much guides uh, a lot of people's actions. But I do know of, uh, of other organizations um, where leaders will request work on culture without, without expecting to change much themselves. Um, how do you bring leaders along with you and what can you really achieve without them? Yeah. So I worked for <laughs> those other, you know, and, and listen, <laughs> let's, let's just normalize it. Um, we, I, I guess we, you know, I, I feel quite privileged, lucky to be, you know, to be at this stage of, of, of my career, um, be able to um, almost like choose the company that I work for initially from the lens of culture. Uh, and, and, you know, that, and that wasn't always the case. 
And, you know, I've, I've shared before that throughout my career, I chose workplaces based on different criteria. Sometimes it was, this was just a really good place for me to evolve my, you know, to evolve as a professional or to learn something new. Or sometimes it was because of the compensation that was the most important thing. And, and, and that's totally fine. Um, I think now that I've been around for a bit, I know that for myself, to work at a company that makes me feel good about myself as a human, that, that really, really matters. And I think it's quite timely with the big resignation now when people are apparently one in four or I don't know when the stats are, are looking for something new. I wonder mm. you know, if people could consider culture in the criteria um, when they think about potentially making a change. But going back to the question about when you asked about working with leaders that they want people like us, L&D, to create a wonderful culture of trust and belonging mm. and care, but then they're not doing it themselves. Yeah. Um, so that happens, of course, and let's mm. just normalize it. And I'm sure you had your experience and I definitely had mine. Yeah. Um, I think it's a moment of truth. Um, and I think one of our roles within the culture team for myself and TikTok and for people working in learning and development I think we were required to keep things real mm. and to be um, when it's the right time and in a thoughtful way to be brave yeah. and to be able to influence. And I've worked for a company when I was brought in to fix the culture, right? <laughs> that was my brief, fix the culture. And my team and I did a lot of work to fix the culture mm. and to improve it. And we saw, and we saw improvement, but then it was like that one post that one email from a leader that just killed it because yep. that went exactly um or, or one behavior so i think this is where we have to remind ourselves that we're here to build we're here to correct we're here to grow and we're here to have hard conversations yeah with leaders and yes it's easier said than done but i think when it's done with context um i think part of our role is to have honest conversations with leadership with management and say, yeah, listen, you know, I can't do this by myself yeah. and my team can't do it. And by the way, HR can't do it. We need to work on this together. Do you want to go on or how can I help you go on your own culture journey or mm. your own self development journey to help us achieve that bigger goal that we want to have a really positive uh, company culture. And I'm not suggesting that you always do it. And I think there's a way to do it. And sometimes you have to do it with your HR business partner and you have to do it thoughtfully. Mm -hmm. But I also want to assume good intent that many leaders, that's, they just, it's often a blind spot. Yeah. Many leaders that I've worked with, they focus on what they do. They're mm -hmm. very proud of the what, um, you know, the business that they drive, the bottom line you know, that they, they the, the revenue, the, the profit that they lead for. But often they have a blind spot about how, how they come across when they're doing it. Mm. I actually felt that just even using a very simple but good old Johari window, um, yeah. you know, when it comes to these conversations is really helpful. Of course, you need to have a good enough relationship to begin with. Um, and also, David, education. Many leaders, when they say culture, they actually, we're not on the same page. Yeah. So how can we, as L&D um, experts, how can we help educate the business? What do we mean by culture? Yeah. Right? Showing them that, that, that flower or that circle, putting culture in the middle. Culture is everything. Culture is how we compensate. Culture is how we promote. 
Culture is how we have a career conversation. Culture is how we give feedback and really help leaders see their role in, in bringing culture to life through all of those things that they do anyway. Yeah. Yeah, I think that's a that's a very holistic approach there, and I think that uh, that, that approaching it generously uh, and looking to to broaden their uh, their understanding of culture as well as the limitations of of truly affecting that without their commitment is an ongoing journey. Again, it's uh, it's it's acknowledgement of of the role that you have solely focused, well not solely focused, but 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 certainly um, uh, with a with a great deal of focus on culture and knowing that it's never finished and that uh, that, uh, that, uh, that that with leaders and a dedicated team uh, always uh, always with an eye on, uh, on on where it should be um is a, is a, is a great step forward and sometimes it does require a little bit of hand holding mm. you know and that's also okay again you know we are we are we we live this right mm. this is our bread and butter we love this i, I personally wake up in the morning to my daughter calling me to her bed, but also to this, mm-hmm. um, because I love doing this. But many other people, leaders, experts in other areas, they they you know they don't know what this means exactly, or they don't know how to engage with it. Um, I also really believe in helping leaders understand that like every moment matters, and there's mm. so many things that they're doing, but they're not almost like labeling it as culture, but it is. I'll give you an example. When I interviewed for my role at TikTok. Um, I was obviously interviewed, as I mentioned, on you know on, on through Zoom, and uh, I didn't get a chance to meet with my manager uh, personally. Um, and we were talking about reading, and I, I love reading, and, and and he does as well. And he was asking me, you know, so what are you reading? And I pulled a book that I was reading about taming my ego, mm. and <laughs> and he was reading a similar book. Yeah. Um, so both of us kind of grabbed our books uh, and they're both about taming our own ego and working yeah. on ourselves. That for me was a culture moment. Yeah. So yes, I did all my research on TikTok and I looked at our website and I researched our values. But in the moment of truth, when my manager was pulling completely, you know, in the moment, the book that he was reading and I can connect to him about what he's working on himself. Yeah. Um, you know that, that that's a beautiful moment and mm. and at the same time it could be that i would be reading something and my manager would be reading about something very different but i want to learn about that that that's something that they're passionate about so we need to also help leaders understand that you know they don't have to go on a culture course they don't have to go on an it's not a workshop like in the moment when you're engaging with people tell them who you are yeah what what do you care about what you know? Uh, what's your purpose? Um, you know, what, what what are you here to do in the world? In addition to being their manager, I think I think when leaders think about these things in, in a different way, they 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 open up a bit more. Wonderful. Uh, and as we look to uh, to wrap up the conversation, Michal, um, what tips would you recommend to people who are new to developing culture? And are there any books, resources, or people to follow that you recommend? Uh, oh, there's many, many books. I think, again, this is my own personal, um, uh, I guess, uh, approach to culture. Uh, as I said, for me, culture is the glue. It's, it's, it's the connector. It's, it's everything. It's critical. I think people leave companies because of culture, because they don't feel uh, connected to or cared for enough. Um, and for me, culture is also like love. Mm-hmm. It's like that thing that you... It's hard to define. It's hard to explain, but you know when it's there, and you know it's when it's good, and and you know when it's like maybe less, you know, less good. So I think 
for anyone that is wanting to work more on culture, yes, educate yourself. And I mean, there's great books um, out there, but also think about what does it mean for you, mm-hmm. right? What, what does culture mean for you? And also, I think anyone that works on culture needs to be wanting and willing and excited about, about being curious, mm. about learning, about being humble. Um, when I moved to the UK from Israel uh, about 17 years ago, I was like, oh, I'm moving to UK. Great. I just need to understand the accent. All the rest is fine. Mm. And you know, I was very established in Israel, had a great job and all of that. I moved to the UK. I was like, this is, this is a completely new culture. And I remember someone giving me a book called Watching the English. Mm. Like, get the basics right before you... So, you know, anyone that working with culture is like, are you willing to be that person that buys the book or learns when you meet new people from new cultures? Do you, do you really want... Do you have that curiosity to learn something new? And not just learn something new, add it, bring it on. Um, so I, I also think culture is a very personal experience uh, as well. Wonderful, um, Mahal. Now I know you're uh, you're you're prominent on uh, on social media. So if the listener wants to uh, to connect with you or, or follow your work, how best can they do so? Oh, so I've, I have my TikTok my TikTok channel. Um, mm-hmm. My name Michal Oshman, um, and the same on Instagram. And uh, yes, I'm very uh, I'm very excited about my TikTok. Uh, my TikToks, I should say, um, because because it's fun to make them and because mm-hmm. they're very short. And I obviously speak about things that I am passionate about. So yes, if you look for Michal Oshman on LinkedIn or TikTok um, or Instagram, uh, uh, you can you find me there. But I really would love you to join me on TikTok because that's mm-hmm. my professional channel when I give tips on how to grow your career and how to succeed in an interview and how to be yourself thoughtfully. Mm-hmm. Great. We'll put the link to uh, uh, to your TikTok account on um, uh, uh, in the show notes. But all's left to say, Michal, is uh, thank you so much for being a guest on the Learning and Development Podcast. Thank you, David, and thank you for being such a wonderful, wonderful person and an amazing expert in your field. Thank you. I'm sure you found that conversation with Michal as enlightening and inspiring as I did. And as you will have heard, culture isn't a sideshow or an occasional priority. living and breathing and without intentionality it can grow in less productive ways so it's up to us to educate and inspire our leaders if you'd like to get in touch with me perhaps to suggest topics you'd like to hear discussed you can tweet me at david in learning and connect on linkedin for which you'll find links in the show notes and goodbye for now